Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kimei, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys through the Creative Champs platform. So this episode is a little bit of a freestyle and it's based on what's been happening over the last week or so in regards to Instagram. But I think I might try and double up and speak a little bit about social media in general, because I think now that bone of contention is now become a little bit more dense and a little bit more um, present and apparent. Um, so I just wanted to speak about that, speak about the opinions, speak about the thoughts and the worries of, that people have and just general chit chat around that topic. Now, Adam Masiri recently came out and said that Instagram will be known as or won't be known as a photo sharing app anymore. Not necessarily saying that we're not going to be allowed to share photos, but people already feel as though certain types of media, media rather, are pushed on the platform. And some people feel, some artists in particular, feel as though whenever they do post images, they're not having um, as high of a reach and their reach is being squeezed. In terms of reach being squeezed, yo, especially on my Creative Champs page, I've noticed that sometimes I'll post something and maybe about 99 people will see it out of the 5,000 people that are on the account. Yeah, it could reach about 99 people. And I, I do notice whenever I post podcast episodes, like previews. So on a Monday, I tend to post up a preview of the podcast episode just to let people know that it's out or it's coming out. And those posts are barely seen by anyone in the first place. And whenever I write link in bio in the caption, my post tanks. I don't care what anyone says. Nobody can take that observation away from me, right? <laughs> because that's something that I've been trying and testing out for at least a year now. And time and time again, I'm proven right. So now I've had to try and reinvent ways to say link in bio without saying link in bio. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what, F it, I'm just going to write it because I can't think of any other way to word it right now. But I have noticed an effect on my reach. I also notice an effect on my reach whenever I post something from my grid onto my stories. For example, my stories on my personal page. Well, I say personal page. It's not really a personal page. On the Key May Instagram page, for example... I get around, say, 700 to 1,000 story views every day. But whenever I post something from my grid onto my stories, it caps about 150 in the entire day. And this happens every single time. So, yeah, it is very irritating and quite frustrating especially as a business owner especially as someone who if you're an artist and you're trying to get your artwork to be seen and you think okay let me post it on my stories because I get a lot of story views and then now your story views are tanked or they're squeezed or you know these are valid concerns and these are things that a lot of people aren't also noticing on their own pages as well yes there are a lot of artists and uh, people not just artists but individuals speaking out about this and there are <sighs> okay now, not every single social media marketer is doing this, but a lot, a lot of social media marketers are making posts. Don't panic. Stop being silly about it. Embrace it. Embrace the video changes. Embrace the reels. Stop fighting it. But the thing is, 
what they're failing to realize is that our concerns aren't just based around the fact that, oh, you know, we're shy or sometimes it's an issue of ableism. Okay, I have seen a, 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 a fair few amount of discussions where people are, there are disabled people. Disabled people exist, okay, and they are finding it very difficult to create content that they feel will be seen. And in this case, in this generation, in this day and age, video. And it's, it's common knowledge that the videos and the reels and everything are being pushed more than the still images. And we can say this because this is something that we've noticed ourselves. Yeah, it's all well and good saying, oh, it's simple. Just incorporate it. Make something fresh. Give people what they want. We don't all want to be entertainers. Now, I say we as if I'm still in the... I, me, me personally, I'm okay with posting different media. But I, in general, I've been finding social media exhausting anyway. But on behalf of, you know, the, the artists and designers and the people that I've spoken to, the business owners as well, who I've spoken to who feel like Instagram isn't as good for their business as it used to be, it's, it's an issue. It is a bone of contention. And like I say, there are some people who struggle to make video content. Disabilities, they have difficulty with setting up the the things that they need to set up to create these videos so when you've got people just screaming at them oh just incorporate it learn to embrace it's not really it's not fair it's not fair and you're you're completely discounting a, a, a huge section of people who find it difficult to do that you know so yes I get like um a lot of social media marketers make their money through telling people how to use Instagram or how to enjoy Instagram. So yeah, it's it's likely that they're going to be jumping to Instagram's defense as if Instagram is, is paying them directly. Do you know what? Let me not even speak because if I speak, they'll say I'm speaking. Okay. All right. So, okay. I'm going to try and think of different ways that you can still continue to promote your art. And what I will say is, yeah, the ability to share photos isn't going to go away. It's not going to go away. So at least there's that. But I do completely understand the concerns around the fact that people feel as though their reach is already being squeezed and it's about to get squeezed even further. And I've noticed a massive, massive drop in engagement on other people's pages as well. Like I've um, I've got accounts that I follow who've got maybe close to 100,000 followers and they've got like 37 likes. And the thing is, back in the day, that used to mean you were buying followers. But these days, it's commonplace. I have, I've definitely noticed that and I have really... I've really noticed that and I find that quite interesting actually. But what I will say is in spite of all this, I understand it's easy to get sort of hung up on the vanity metrics. And yes, I completely understand because if there are less eyes, then you might feel like, ah, oh, do you know what? Nobody's going to see my work. Nobody. But what I would say is just focus on on building a small community, right? A small engaged community. And that could be 100 people. Okay, the same 100 people might see your artwork. That's still 100 people. There's still 100 eyes who, are, who genuinely are engaged with your content. 
who genuinely care about your content, who could genuinely be looking out for when you release things. And sometimes that's what you need for for word to spread or for people to tell people about your work or you never really know who's watching. You never, ever, ever know. And I saw a post saying that you've got silent supporters and it's it's true. I mean, there's so many people that I will look at, I'll look at their work on um on their profiles. And some, I don't always say things because I'm quite introverted by nature. I don't really like to go out and talk too much if I don't have to. But, uh, I, I, <laughs> but I, I do follow a lot of accounts and I do, um, you know, I'm genuinely interested in the journeys that artists take and designers take and seeing the, the transformation over time and the development. You know, you do have people rooting for you behind the scenes. You do. So... Don't ever feel like you're alone. In terms of things you can do to promote yourselves or promote your artwork, what I will say is with social media, okay, it's it's owned by a corporation. It's owned by whatever they, oh, cool, organization, whatever they're called, yeah? It's owned, it's a business, all right? And, but we know this. And the thing is, as long as you put all of your eggs into the social media basket, your entire community, your entire brand, your entire business is going to be owned by these platforms. It's going to be at the mercy of these platforms. So the key, the key here is to find ways to optimize your websites. And yeah, I'm going to have, to, I'm going to have to say something a little bit boring about SEO, but I'm telling you now, I'm telling you now, getting yourself up there on a Google search is powerful. Google is one of the top accessed websites in the world. I think it's actually number one. Don't quote me on that, but it's either first or second. Either way, it's more, far more accessed than Instagram is, okay? Now, you can use that to your advantage. You can use it to your advantage and it's not something that is, is gonna be built overnight. Absolutely not. It can take years. I'm not gonna lie to you but it's extremely powerful once you harness it, once you get to grips with how things work and find out ways that you can improve your visibility on Google search, you'll be laughing. And I've actually spoken to a few business owners who've made the majority of their sales through Google, just using these methods, these SEO methods, optimizing their website. They haven't really been as present on social media because they don't like it. And I get it, social media feels fake these days. Do you know what I mean? It feels really fake. It feels really contrived. It feels really clicky. It feels like everyone's just doing the same sort of things. I'm noticing that there are people who feel at one point or another, they felt like, oh, do you know what? Like, I don't really want to make these reels where I'm pointing at words on the screen, but they're doing it now. And I'm not trying to have a dig or anything like that, but it, it just goes to show the pressure that some people feel that they're under. It's like, well, do you know what? I'm going to have to make these pointy reels in order to be seen, but it's not necessarily the case. It's just social media. It's just, it feels very contrived at times. It feels very calculated. It feels very forced. And yeah, people will say, now it doesn't have to feel that way. You know, all you have to do is this, that, and the third. But this is coming from people who have way more visibility. Yeah way more and I'm I'm gonna speak quite frankly here a lot of these people talking don't come from underrepresented backgrounds read between the lines what I'm saying here 
They don't come from underrepresented backgrounds. They're not being shadow banned. But a lot of them are saying that shadow banning doesn't exist because Adam Masseri said it doesn't exist. You know, like I said, a lot of these people are, they they make their money through helping people to enjoy social media platforms, okay? So yes, they will say things like that. But it, in my opinion, it's dismissive. It's dismissive of the people who who are being shadow banned, okay? And this is something that people have been speaking about for years. And it's no coincidence that people who post certain types of artwork or sex workers or people who post erotic art or people who speak about socio-political topics, maybe it's too controversial or maybe it's seen as too controversial. If you speak about black issues too much, you know, there's a lot of things that people feel as though they are being shadow banned for. And it's no coincidence that a lot of these pages aren't really as visible and that you have to jump through hoops in some cases to find and locate these people. And it's no coincidence that people are coming out and saying, you know, my my work has been squeezed. I'm I'm not coming up on on any searches. I'm not being accessed by any I've have I've had certain features. A lot of them have had features even taken away from them. So when people come out and say, "No, it's all in your head." It's it's like, okay, we get it. You enjoy Instagram. Uh, you enjoy social media. This is your job. You're going to say that. But at the same time, stop dismissing those people who have genuine concerns and who have noticed certain things happening on the platform. Yeah, that's that's my point. If you enjoy it, that's fantastic. Do you know what I mean? If you don't see any issue with the changes being made, again, that's great. That's what we want. You know, we want for people to be able to still find ways to promote their art and design and feel happy within the art communities that they've built on Instagram or that they're a part of. But it becomes a a whole other issue altogether when people feel great about the changes or feel indifferent, but then belittle those who don't feel the same way. That's when it's like, okay, that's a bit of a problem, you know the dismissing of people, the gaslighting. Yeah, it's just, it it sucks. Stop doing that. But anyway, back to um, the community. Um, yeah, so in terms of SEO, SEO is basically the journey of making your website or your social media profiles or your, um, anywhere you exist on the web is the process of bringing it closer to the the front page of a Google search. And that Google search would have to be something that's related to what you do, yeah? So if you're an artist or a graphic designer, the goal is to be seen on one of the first few pages of a search for a graphic designer, for an illustrator, for a, you know? And there are different ways you can go about doing this you might or might not want to include a blog. Now, I know this is quite a time-consuming task, but it is a great way to build up the SEO and build up those um, search results and have your website show up a lot more because you've got a lot more words on your website related to the topic. It will be a little bit easier for your website to gain visibility on Google or such platforms. You've got... um, so you've got blogs, you've got email marketing. Um, 
I guess with visual artists and designers, it's it might be a little bit more difficult to think of things to include in an email marketing campaign because email marketing campaigns are quite commonly known to be used as part of funnels or for marketing purposes. <laughs> well, it's in the name, um, business purposes. But there are different things that you can offer. You can offer weekly roundups of things that you might have noticed in the in the uh, industry it could be um, trend forecasts it could be um, an inspiration roundup it could be to generate a buzz around what you do you could be offering something of value you could be teaching something you could be providing checklists you could be providing tips top tips once a week or once a month if once a week is a bit too much so you can build uh, a community that way and that way you're building a community that no one can take away from you I mean obviously yeah if the website goes down but (laughs) but you have but what I'm saying is you know you have that community and that's yours and you know that they're engaged in what you're saying because they have opted into your content directly yeah um and there are other platforms that you can exist on you know yeah they are still forms of social media but if the way Instagram is going or Twitter or wherever else is not really working for you you know there are still creative communities that exist on Behance on Dribbble Pinterest even do you know what Twitter Twitter is a bit of a funny one I've noticed there has been a slight improvement in the amount of art that I'm seeing on Instagram on Twitter sorry and the amount of reach artists seem to be getting a lot of artists are reporting that they get more traction on twitter and the propensity propensity sorry and the propensity for it to go viral is a little bit they feel is a little bit more a little bit easier to access than on instagram for example you know they could post something and within an hour it's reached thousands of people and you know so it's just a little bit different tiktok again this isn't an option for some people because some people, like I say, just genuinely do not want to post videos. And the fact of the matter is, because I had a discussion with someone earlier this week, you know, um, I was I was basically just, just, I was voicing the concerns that I had seen hundreds of thousands of people, it felt like, um, express was the fact that, yeah, video is, oh, you know, it should be incorporated and blah, blah, blah. But... In some cases, like photographers, for example, they feel like videos aren't always able to represent or show their work in their in their best light or represent it in the way that they want it to be represented. Do you see what I mean? So they don't really feel comfortable sort of um, I won't say succumbing to video, but I'll say they don't really feel comfortable sharing it in that format. You know, we're like like the saying goes, we're sensitive about our art, you know, and we don't want to be just displaying it in any way, shape or form just so that we satisfy an algorithm or a a programming makeup. You know, we want to be able to express and share our artwork in the way that we feel best represents it. And so, yeah, I am seeing a lot of comments about Twitter becoming an easier way to do this um there were mentions of Flickr. i don't know if you remember that i don't know if that's before you know that's from back in the day Flickr and tumblr back when it used to be a thing 
Um, yeah, so you've got Behance, you've got the dots, you've got um, Dribble, you've got even there's even communities on LinkedIn. Actually, there's a lot of communities on LinkedIn, although it is a bit more collar, top collar, top button done up on the collar. So it's a little bit uh, corpy. Yeah, yeah, still it, it's trying to shake that corpy feel, but it still feels corpy. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to lie. Marketing isn't my forte. It's not my forte. It's not something I really enjoy. So in terms of marketing yourself outside of social media, all I've really got is SEO and email marketing and joining creative communities specifically. So websites or platforms specifically for artists and designers. I guess those are my only options for now. Um, because I'm still learning about it as well. But I just wanted to make this episode just in solidarity with those of you who have concerns and just to just to um just to let you know that yeah, you know, you're not the only one who shares your sentiment if you're feeling that way. And if you don't feel that way, then again, you know, like I say, this is great. We all have our own triggers, we all have our own things that we might find a bit difficult or we might find a little bit uh a bit of a pain in the ass, but I just wanted to make this episode as a freestyle just to touch on the subject as a something that's quite apparent this past week. Um, you know, with the announcement and everything and yeah. But just I just want to round this off by saying it's not the end of the world, yeah? But we know this. It's not the end of the world. It's just a, a massive bone of contention and it just it's gonna take a little while to adjust. Um, and in the meantime, you have every right to discuss whether you enjoy it, whether you're happy about it, whether you're not happy about it. You have every right to discuss your viewpoint without being belittled or silenced or dismissed or gaslit by anybody else. Yeah, I just want to round off by saying that. But yeah, what I will say is, yeah, there are different ways and I will be exploring over the coming months different ways that you can go about sharing your artwork in a way that feels comfortable for you. You know, because yes, it's good to step out of your comfort zone from time to time, but not at the cost of your your mental health or your well-being. Or if you genuinely have difficulty because you have a disability, because you have issues doing certain things, then that that isn't something that should be dismissed. OK, and so I will do my best to try and find ways to help um, navigate this. Because it's, it's something huge within the creative community that I think has been felt for a long while now. There is a, a new platform called Artful. I don't really know much about it. E A-R-T-F-O-L. Uh, there's talks about that. There was another one that was mentioned. But I'm going to be, like I say, over the coming months, just having a look for different platforms and things specifically for artists and designers in a bid to help you feel feel a bit more comfortable and not feel as though you have to sort of jump through hoops and do all these gymnastics you know to be seen and things like that but yeah i hope you all have an amazing uh, week and i will speak to you same time next week as always thank you so much for tuning in take care bye